Good evening and welcome back to our continued learning of Hilcha Shabbos every Thursday night as a schus for all of Kalah Yisrael and specifically those in Eretz Yisrael. We should be zeichah this week to see Refuas Yeshuas and Achamas and be zeichah to be makabal pnei Mashiach b'meheira. Two weeks ago we ended off with the halachas of Kiddush Shabbos Day and the Suda of Shabbos Day. We're going to move on this week to discussing the halachas of Shalash Shudas, the third Suda that's eaten on Shabbos. And then in the following weeks continue with these halachas, moving on to the halachas of Abdullah and Malava Malka. And finally, once we finish the order of Shabbos, which we began all the way in the first shir, with the preparation for Shabbos, moving on to Ablakas Neiris, the Suda, Kiddush, all the halachas that we've discussed in the previous weeks. Once we finish the Seder of Shabbos, we'll then go back and discuss the various Lamatas Malachas as they apply in the ones that are most applicable and practical and apply every single Shabbos. In order to understand the halacha of Shal Shudas, it's important to preface, to begin by understanding that it is important just as important as it is to eat the first two sudas, to eat the third suda on Shabbos as well. Although one can be yaitsu, one can fulfill their obligation with less by the third suda than by the f- first two sudas, as we'll discuss. Perhaps one could eat mezainas, peris, fruit. We'll discuss that in future shirim. Nevertheless, one should not be mistaken to think that it is not such an important suda. It's difficult often during the winter months to be able to eat, to ensure that one eats all three sudas. One normally finishes their Shabbos day suda late. And in order to eat Shal Shudas before Shkia, there's a very small gap in between the first Suda that a person eats and the Shal Shudas and the third Suda Shal Shudas that a person's eating. Nevertheless, a person needs to ensure that they're Makayim all three Sudas. In the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch, he is Za'ar Ma'oid, Lakayim Mitzvah Suda Shlishas. person should be very careful to be Makayim the Suda Shlishas. And therefore, the Meshavur brings down that in the winter months, when a person knows that they're going to need to eat two Sudas in a short amount of time, one should make sure they do not eat too much by the first Suda of the day in order to leave an appetite and to leave room that they'll be able to wash and eat Shal Shudas the way they should, thereby ensuring that they're Makayim, all three of the Sudas, and all three of the meals are eaten the way they should. The Svarim as well explain that the third Suda of Shabbos is the way that a person is able to reveal that I'm not just eating the first two Sudas because I'm hungry. Normally Friday night, Shabbos morning, a person's hungry, and therefore it can look to himself and to the outside world that the reason why they're eating is just because we're hungry. But when a person pushes themselves to eat Shal Shudas, even though they don't have such a great appetite, even though they're not so hungry, they push themselves to fulfill the third Suda of Shabbos, they're able to reveal that the real reason why they ate the first two Shabbat, first two Sudas as well was only because of the Ratzan to fulfill the Ratzan Hashem, only to do what Hashem wanted, only because of the covenant of Shabbos, and not simply because they were hungry like every other day of the week. And therefore it's important, Yezer Ma'oid, a person should be very careful to fulfill all the mitzvahs of Shabbos. The Aruch HaShulchan speaks out that many women mistakenly think that the halachas of Shol HaShodes and the obligation to eat Shol HaShodes is only for men. Men go to shul, they eat Shol HaShodes in shul, but women who are staying at home or women who are at home do not have the obligation to eat Shol HaShodes and the Aruch HaShulchan says this is a mistake. Men and women are obligated in all three suddhas of Shabbos equally than that, and that includes Shol HaShodes and he says it's important to let the woman know that they're obligated in it just as well. As we said, we'll see exactly Exactly how to fulfill it, but it's important to know that men and women are obligated equally. As we mentioned in previous shiurim, the way that we know that a person needs to eat the sudas, the gimel sudas on Shabbos, the three sudas on Shabbos, comes from the pasuk of Hayoyim Hayoyim Hayoyim, which is a reference to man. The same way men ate the man, women ate the man in the midbar, and therefore both men and women are equally obligated and equally need to be conscious to be fulfilling all three sudas on Shabbos.
Before we discuss exactly what one should be eating by Shal Shaddis, we're first going to discuss what is the proper time, what is the earliest time that one can begin Shal Shaddis, and what is the latest time that one can wash for Shal Shaddis. The Machaber, the Shulchan Aruch says that if one washes and eats the Suda prior to the time that one is allowed to begin the Suda Shlishis, the third Suda, one does not fulfill their obligation and they would be required to go ahead and wash again. And therefore it's important to know what is the earliest time. Very often what people want to do is wash by the Kiddush and then have a second meal immediately after with the chalant or something like that, or they want to be able to split the suda into two. And it's important to know that the second, the third suda, which is the second suda eaten during the day, has an earliest time that one is allowed to begin it, and one that begins it prior to that time would not fulfill their obligation. And therefore, the, we need to know that the Mechaber, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that the earliest time that one can be eating Shal Shuddis is Mincha Gedoyla, which is a half hour after Chatzais. You can look at any halachic calendar, any Jewish calendar, Maizmana, which will tell you exactly what it is. This week, for example, in Tom's River, it's 1239, is the earliest time that one can eat shalashudas, and that is one that eats and finishes the suda prior to that does not fulfill their obligation. However, one that begins the suda even prior to Mincha Gedola, for example, if somebody began their third suda at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, as long as they continued eating it, past the time of 1239, past the time of Mincha Gedela, they would fulfill their obligation since they ate at least part of the Suda, Suda Shlishis, while it was the time to eat Shalosh Shaddis. That is regarding the earliest time, and again, the earliest time that one can begin Shalosh Shaddis, or one needs to at least be eating part of the Suda, is after Mincha Gedela, which is a half hour, half halachic hour after Chatzais. Now, although one can technically fulfill their obligation of eating Shal Shaddis prior to Mincha, which as we said, many will do, especially in the short weeks, they want to split up the Suda into two, and as long as they ate the second part of the Suda, at least part of it, past Mincha Gedel, they would fulfill their obligation. Nevertheless, the place can bring down that there isn't in Yenal Kabbalah to wait to eat the, eat the third Suda until after Mincha. And the reason is very simple. Each one of the meals that we eat on Shabbos is connected to a davening. The meal, that the Suda that we eat on Friday night is connected to the davening of Kabbalah Shabbos. The Suda that we eat on Shabbos day is connected to Musaf, and Suda Shlishis is connected to Mincha. And therefore, the, the Pais can bring down that the proper time to eat Shal Shuddis is to wait until after Mincha. However, technically, one can definitely fulfill their obligation even before Mincha, as long as they ate at least part of their meal after Mincha Gedel. Technically, regarding the latest time of a, a sh- washing for Shal Shaddis, the latest time that one should wash, halachically, lachatchila, would be Shkia. However, there are Paiskim that hold that one can wash later than Shkia. There are other Paiskim that hold that even if normally one cannot wash later than Shkia, but because of the importance of eating Shal Shaddis, one has the ability, if they did not wash before Shkia, to even wash after. Additionally, there is a large discussion, which is much way beyond the scope of this year, exactly when Shkia, when Benishmashis is. And therefore, the Paiskim say that one definitely has some time after Shkia that there's still capable of washing for Shalashadis. How much that time is varies in the in the Paiskim, and it goes anywhere from nine minutes all the way up until 72 minutes. Somewhere in that range is what, what when one would still be allowed to wash for Shalashadis. What one should do practically, one should speak to the Rav. The general consensus of most Paiskim is somewhere around 20 minutes in America, and as you saw, it's a little bit less than that, but generally somewhere around 20 minutes after Shkia, one can still safely wash Shalashadis. However, as we said, the best thing to do is to ensure that one washes and makes a prior to Shkia.
Another relevant halacha to this conversation is that if one has passed a lot of time that he's allowed, he or she is allowed to wash for shalshuds and they did not wash, one is not allowed to continue eating or drinking anything until they hear havdalah. And that is halacha which is not really relevant to shalshuddas, but it's relevant to know that if one did not wash for shalshuddas, they cannot simply eat or drink anything. They first need to hear havdalah and only then are they allowed to eat or drink. However, one who has washed for shalshuddas and began their suda of shalshuddas at the proper time, whenever that time is, preferably before shkia, a little bit after Shkia, they started their Suda. As long as they have not ended their Suda, they have not benched, they can continue eating or drinking for as long as they're still in the middle of the Suda, regardless of how long the Suda goes after Shabbos. In addition, the Paiskim speak out that we'll see in future weeks that one does not need to wash in order to be Yaitzah Shal Shaddis. If, if it's difficult for one to wash, one can be Yaitzah Shal Shaddis with Mazainis. And therefore, the Paiskim speak out that if one is Kaveah, his Suda for Shal Shaddis on Mazainis, that if one decides that their Shal Shaddis is going to be cake or cookies or some Mazainis that they're going to eat some crackers because they don't feel that they have the ability to wash right then, but that becomes a shalashudas as long as that is considered. They haven't made an alamichya, they haven't finished that shalashudas, they're, con- they're able to continue eating or drinking other foods because that is considered to be the shalashudas, and until they make the alamichya and end that suda, even though it's not a suda that has washing in it, one would be allowed to continue eating or drinking up until they end it. Once they end it, then, then again, they would need to hear havdalah prior to eating and drinking. If one is kaveya, their suda. If one shal this is peris, is fruit. In that scenario, according to many paiskim, once shkia comes, one would no longer be, be allowed to continue eating or drinking. However, as we said, definitely if one washes, and according to many paiskim, even if one does not wash, but one eats a mazainis, eats something which is a cake or cookies, in order to fulfill their obligation of shal one would be allowed to continue eating or drinking even other foods, since that is considered to be their suda of shal as long as they haven't finished their suda and if they would, then they would need to make Havdalah. Mitzvah Shem will continue next week with more halachas of Shal Shuddis. Have a great Shabbos.